Welcome to the Disneyland Forever Podcast, your source for all things from the happiest place on earth. For more updates, make sure that you follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Disneyland Forever, and you can check out our website, DisneylandForever.com. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. I was at either him drowning or it was a turkey. <laughs> I think it was a turkey. Maybe it was a turkey drowning. Maybe. Could be. Um, obviously, I mean, I know that not everyone celebrates Thanksgiving internationally, or if you're in Canada, you celebrate at a different time. But Wasn't it at the beginning of the month? No, it was October. Uh, but obviously, here in the States, it's Thanksgiving. At least the time that this is dropping. And may, probably not the day you're listening to it, which is fair. I mean, if you're trying to escape your crazy relatives or something, want to escape with us, that's fine. <laughs> Maybe be that escape for We are crazy friends. Um, we are going to be right on theme today. We're going to be talking about things that we are most thankful for at Disneyland. Things that just make us happy. And that, or it, in some cases made us happy. We're going to compare and contrast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Our lists are not the same, but we're going to each have our, our top five things that we're thankful for. We're going to go through that. And, um, I don't know. It just little bit more fun and lighthearted for the holiday weekend and maybe you'll find some things the same yourself maybe your list is completely different um we have a new review but so there's a caveat we we found out (laughs) i'd heard this on um johnny j from dmsw had mentioned this uh, quite a few months ago and i was wondering if that had happened with us on apple podcasts you can only see the reviews from the country you are currently in (laughs) And so if you've if you're not from the United States and you've left us a review, we can't see it. <laughs> don't ask why. I that makes no sense. I don't understand. I mean, you guys in Canada do put random U's everywhere. No, they spell things properly. <laughs> but um, if you would like us to read it, because we would love to see them. Send it to us on you Instagram. Can, you can send a screenshot through Instagram and we'd be happy to read them off, which is actually where we've got this review. Yes. Which is from apparently a year ago. Yes. And we're sorry that we're only just now finding out about so, it. So yeah, that's why. We didn't overlook you and say, oh, that's not the right one. Let's go to the next one. <laughs> <laughs> or conversely, if you're like, where are they reading all these reviews? In the United States, we've got quite a few. <laughs> yeah. So it's from Word Cakes, evidently, from Canada. Uh, they said, fun and informative. Uh, greetings from Vancouver. How did you know it's from Canada? Um, I mean, it could be Vancouver, Washington. <laughs> <laughs> so happy to have found this podcast. We're planning our second trip to DL. Last time was in 2012 with a three-year-old. This time will be 2023 with a 14-year-old. So likely more Star Wars and less teacups this time around. I've listened to a few episodes so far, and they've been so helpful and fun to listen to. The Rope Drop and Dining Tips episodes were packed with helpful hints. Thanks so much. Looking forward to more. I'm assuming you already went since it's almost the end of 2023. But and I hope that it was fun. a great trip. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, it could be next week. Who knows? I don't know. Our trips are full of both Star Wars and teacups, I'm just going to say. Yes. That's, we do both. We're just, we're just big, big children. I should have read it with a Canadian accent. No. Because oh. <laughs> your Canadian accent is more like a Minnesotan. Don't you know. well, not that bad in British Columbia. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> um, anyway, thank you so much. Uh, we appreciate every single person who has written a review. We really, really do. Um, and we absolutely love reading them. So please make sure that if you are enjoying it and you're feeling like, hey, this is kind of five stars quality, then you can leave us a rating on Apple, Spotify, or Audible. And you can also leave us a review on Apple. And if you're international, just send us a quick screenshot because otherwise, <laughs> for some reason, we can't see it. <laughs> and we do have listeners in like Australia, Australia, uh, Russia, Scotland, 
Brazil, I think you said. I don't once. know about Russia. I don't remember. I, I know people have listened, oh, but it yeah. doesn't necessarily mean. Oh, I, that's true. Yeah. You have to take things with a grain of salt because it also someone says Malaysia. Maybe someone it. is listening to a Malaysia. I don't know. Could be. Um, anyway, so we are really grateful for that. So thank you so much. Uh, we do not have anywhere near as much news as last week. No. It's just a normal amount. Yes. <laughs> Whereas last week was all the news. So let's start with, this is a little bit dated because it already happened, but you'll still find all the stuff. If you've ne- if you're a big Star Wars fan, you've probably heard of Life Day. It's a Wookiee celebration. If you want to know more about it and you want to tear your eyes out, you can go watch the Star Wars holiday special. So on awesome and awful. And I think George Lucas or whoever created it was high at the time. It's not the Lego Star Wars holiday special, which nope. also takes place on Life Day. This is the original with like animated wobbly R2 and C3PO with creepy eyes. Yeah, there's some, shield, wop, there are eyes. some animated ones elements of the show that you can watch on Disney Plus, but most of it's on YouTube. Uh, it's it's very it's just awful. But I love it. At any rate, <laughs> it takes place it talks about the Wookiee celebration of Life Day and for the past several years on November 17th, Disney celebrates Life Day at uh, Galaxy's Edge and both Why coasts. November 17th? That's I think that's the date that it came out or something. Oh. I was like, I don't think in another galaxy far, far away they use no. October, November, December. Yeah, all their days are the same length. I'm just going to throw that that's out That's true. There. <laughs> uh, but the, that's just the day. that they, I think it's because it's the day that the holiday special premiered. But they always do something for Life Day. This year they have menu items at Docking Bay 7, at I think the Milk Stand even, in Oga's Cantina. And you can buy the weird blue orb thing. You can buy the blue <laughs> orb, which if you don't know what it is, again, Let's go watch, watch the holiday special. special. And you actually only need the last minute and a half. How does every planet in um, Star Wars lore have the same gravitational constant as Earth, too? Why do they all have the same day length? Let's, and why is the whole planet the same? <laughs> why do they all speak American or British English? <laughs> they don't all speak American or British English. Most people do. No. Greedo no, doesn't. That's true. Didn't. <laughs> Didn't. <laughs> Chewbacca doesn't. No. He probably does. He just doesn't want to. R2 doesn't. No, because he swears so much. He does. They have to bleep it all the time. Constantly bleeped out. (laughs) At any rate, so I bring this up because, yeah, November 17th has passed, but you're still still probably going to find some of this stuff in the next little while. In fact, the Life Day merchandise tends to last until, like, the next Life Day. long time. It's the Star Wars equivalent of holiday stuff. They always sell (laughs) it in that one place of the... In the marketplace. In the marketplace. Yeah. With the just random crap that no one buys. Yeah. Um, moving over to California Adventure, and in with the opening of the new animated film Wish, there is a new pre-show before World of Color Season of Light. Uh, it's like just a few minutes long, and it's just all based on Wish. So if you're going to be there, I'm guessing they're probably going to do it all through December. Probably. Um, I don't think they usually, if they do it like they do it with the Lunar New Year celebration pre-show, they only did it during before the first show, not the second one. Which is weird. And so don't be surprised if you go to the second World of Color and it doesn't have a pre-show. It might just be at the first one. But I'm excited to see that movie. Yes. This week? Yes, hopefully. Okay. Uh, Everyone goes crazy about these dates. So we're going to let you know. <laughs> candy canes, the hand-pulled candy canes at Disneyland are returning. They're like 12 feet long. They're huge and everyone absolutely goes crazy for them. And they're very difficult to get. <laughs> Um, but they have released the dates when you're going to be able to get these because it's not every day. At Disneyland, the days where you can get them in Disneyland at the Candy Palace on Main Street, these are all in December. 
as the third, the fifth, the tenth, the twelfth, the seventeenth, the nineteenth, and the twenty-fourth. Those are all the days you can get it at Disneyland. Now for California Adventure at Trolley Treats, it's always the next day. Mm-hmm. So it's December 4th, 6th, 11th, 13th, 18th, 20th, and 25th. You cannot get them on the 8th or 9th for some reason. It's not the only days missing. <laughs> yeah. um, they don't make them every single day. These are incredibly popular. If you want a candy cane, you have to basically get in the park like Right away. <laughs> right away and get over to either the Candy Palace or Trolley Treats, and you have to stand in a line. They're not doing the... Was it, didn't they do mobile order last year? It was like a virtual a queue. A virtual thing, yeah. Not a mobile order. A yeah. virtual oh, queue type right, thing. Yeah. But you had, to stand, you had to show up for it. It wasn't something that you did through the app. Right. You had to show up in person, and then they put you in the queue, and you'd be recalled when you were able to come and purchase one. Are they still doing that? I don't know, I would assume, but it's, it's, it's very hard. You still have to just go there. So, yeah, yeah. go there if you want one. Yeah, no matter why you need to show up. But you have to show up, like, first thing. You cannot just show up, like, an hour after. Or even, like, <laughs> they open the gates at, like, 7.15. And if you're not in until, like, 7.45, you're probably already out of luck. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want a rope drop today, kids? Candy cane! <laughs> it's not the kids who are asking for it ever. Uh, that's true. Don't you want to go on a ride? I've no, heard candy deli- cane. I have heard they're delicious. I'm not a huge fan of hard candy in general, so I'm not you know, super you, excited. You think of it as much as I love peppermint, that I'd love candy canes. I think that it's too much peppermint. Wow. That's I like to hard for you. stir my hot chocolate with Yes, them. you do. <laughs> but <laughs> eating one, I'm like, eh. But I know people go crazy for them. They are hand-pulled and handmade. Um, the last bit of news is a little bit sad. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> um, there was... Uh, um, when was this? Just yesterday? Yeah. Uh, so this is Monday. That there was a lamppost in Town Square on Main Street that fell over and it injured three guests. Yeah, it popped a lady, an older lady on the head that had to go to the hospital and then yeah. like a couple slight injuries. It wasn't good. Uh, apparently it was rusted on the inside. Yeah. As that's why it had fallen over. Yeah, it said in high winds and then it was like 30 mile an hour winds. That's not high winds. Well, it's <laughs> higher than normal. But, yeah, um, kind of weird, but... You just also, sometimes you forget that Disneyland is very old. Very old. <laughs> it's almost 70 years old. And sometimes if it's rusting on the inside, like I don't know how you're supposed to know that that's rusting on the inside. Yeah. So I'm not, I'm sure it's not Disneyland's fault that it happened, but it's, it's an unfortunate thing. But hopefully, I bet you anything that this means that pretty soon they're going to do like put some scrim up around the town square and as they're working <laughs> on some of these other light posts. Um, hopefully it wasn't like robotic termites that had eaten the inside. We're not in a uh, dystopian future quite yet. <laughs> just, just coming We're soon. Almost there, but not quite. <laughs> not quite. Um, that is all the news that we have for this week. Um, you know, I was just thinking. I don't know if you guys know this, but at Disneyland, they do have like Thanksgiving things on Thanksgiving Day. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's usually. I think it's usually at the hotels. Yeah, there's like a buffet at the hotel or something. Uh, you have to book it, and I don't know if they do it through the app even, but uh, you can have Thanksgiving dinner at the hotels. Personally, for me, I would never choose to celebrate like any of the major holidays at Disneyland. As much as I love it there, I would rather be spending it at home with family. But there are some people who this is their holiday tradition. Yeah. Uh, I would actually be curious if any of you are one of those people because I am not. <laughs> and obviously at Christmas time, there's a ton of people that are. Yeah, crazy. That's what they do to spend their, their Christmas day is at Disneyland. But uh, that was just our segue into what we are thankful for. 
yes. in the parks. So this could be like just about anything, something that just always made us really happy or that we're thankful that exists or has existed or anything like that. Or will exist. I don't think... We, <laughs> we'll will it into existence. I'm thankful <laughs> that in 2050, the oh, whole county will be Disneyland. Orange the, County. <laughs> and yet it will also cost half as much as it does now. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so we each have five. Um, do you want to start? Sure. My number five is Oogie Boogie Bashes. Um, so when they, the first one was in 2019, I was like, this is going to be dumb it's it's not the same as mickey's, mickey's halloween, halloween party, party. Was so fun. it was so much fun and i'm like uh the first year i thought it was good mm-hmm. then i was like uh we'll see what they do next year and, and then, then next tw- year was covid and then covid <laughs> happened and then covid continued um so the, but they are so amazing and it's um it's just fun how it tr- transforms um even like the rides themselves and the the parade and I love that they've really leaned into like the villain treat trails. Yep. Those are like some of the best parts. It's just yeah, they've done a really good job with the theming of it. And I growing up I never loved Halloween. It's right by my birthday, I think I've said before, and also when we would go trick or treating with my dad and me, um there was one of our neighbors down the street that would dress as like some sort of scary zombie or something and sit on the porch and then like scare kids and grab their legs while they're (laughs) so it, it left a very (laughs) bad impression on me, but uh, the Oogie Boogie Bash has actually kind of made me so excited about Halloween. Uh, I didn't used to really dress up as an adult, especially, uh, but it's just fun to do it and go to those. So, I don't like that they're really expensive, but <laughs> well, we could say that just about anything. Yeah. Um, I feel kind of silly putting this down, but I just love it so much. <laughs> I'm really grateful for San Francisco square. You were just, you were like, I don't know if this is going to be good. When they announced <laughs> it, I was so not happy because, um, I mean, I, I really do love California adventure. I love being able, I love the fact that I've been able to see it from day one and see how it's changed over time. And it's so, so incredibly different. Um, we have an idea for a podcast later about about that. So if you're like, yeah, if you have your thoughts about it, leave it to yourself because we're gonna we're gonna get there eventually. Trust me. But uh, Pacific Wharf was one area that I thought was just so well done from the beginning. I actually thought it was kind of perfect. I actually have been to uh, Fisherman's Wharf in San Francisco, and I was like, this is just so well done. It's so authentic. And I think it's really, really cool that they did it this way. And so when they announced San Francisco Square, I was like, man. <laughs> and then... Even though you absolutely love Big Heroes. I know. But I was Baymax. just like, it doesn't need it. And your license plate is Baymax. Yes. <laughs> but then we got the finished product. And I was like, oh my gosh. Like It feels like this has been missing mm-hmm. the entire time. And it's just... I, I think after quite a few things where... Imagineering went through and you could tell they just like cut a lot of corners. Like, you know, our opinions on guardians of the galaxy fun ride. I think it would have been better had they given them time and a budget (laughs) to do this properly. Do this in two months uh, with $12. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I think it would have been so much better if they had given them some time and there's some other projects that have just been like, this isn't the best that they've ever done. But then this one, San Francisco Square, you just walk around like this. This is so much fun. And I can tell that the Imagineers who designed it were having so much fun thinking of this. 
And it's so authentic to Japanese culture. It's so authentic to San Francisco culture. It's so authentic to San Francisco. San Francisco. So, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> San Francisco doesn't exist. Nope, San Francisco <laughs> culture. Uh, so authentic to Big Hero 6. Uh, it's just, I love just spending time there. Well, I think and it's a lot of fun. so they, then they didn't change a lot. They just like painted things and added the lanterns and, and the wind things. What are they? The wind, the windmill or the turbines, turbines. Like they, it did, they didn't raise any buildings or do a whole lot of changes, but yeah, it's, it's a cool addition. My number four is churros. Um, so, I mean, I didn't really analyze it or think about it because I thought Walt Disney World had them too. They do, but they're not good. No, not good at all. <laughs> and they're not found like anywhere. And then you go, we go back to Disneyland like 10 years ago and I started going there more with Jordan. Uh, and I'm like, oh, these are so good. And you can't get churros like that anywhere else on the planet. Even like the county fair is not the same. Even when you make mm, them nope. homemade, they're not the same. When you go to like food carts, they're not the same. They're just so good. And then now they've done the the different ones, Fluffernutter and uh, the old lady, young lady thing, the portrait thing. What was oh, it? that was... October the, or April, December thing. Yeah. It was so good. Yeah. Um, I'm going to talk about mine later. Uh, my number four is just music. Uh, obviously, my my whole thing, like my background, everything that I do is is music anyway. But there, there's the classic music that will just always be part of me and my childhood, like Yo Ho, Pirates Life for Me, and Grim Grinning Ghosts. Um, I love riding down, driving down the freeway with the Space Mountain soundtrack going on because <laughs> it makes you feel like you're going a million miles an hour. It's so fantastic. Uh, even but, the even the Main Street music yeah. is it's not even Disney. It's just fun, and you whistle it when you're walking around. And um, I absolutely love the uh, "Nothing Can Stop Us Now." <laughs> <laughs> it's it gets in your head, and I just so love singing cute. it. But then other music from some of the shows that they've done, like I have them in my car and I play them on repeat because not only do they remind me of Disneyland, but they're just good music. Like, I love listening to Magic Happens. I know you don't. I love <laughs> listening to Magic Happens. The, the second half of the song has grown on me. The first half still is terrible. He is wrong. And I love, I know a lot of people are not sure how they feel about Mickey's Mixed Magic. I think the music is so fun. I love it to death. It's great. Wondrous Journeys, Rip, Sad Face, Cry. Um, the theme song, It's Wondrous, is so great. I even love the theme song to World of Color 1. Yep. The, uh, I miss the th- the music to paint the night. It's I just love how it's not just music that brings back memories. It's also just in and of itself good music, right? And it's because there's music that's made for like movies and TV mm-hmm. shows and stuff, but then there's music that's just for the parks. And since we went to Tokyo this year too, there's just there's new songs that we've like, I've put on my mm-hmm. playlist from rides there again. And the bangers. Shows. So <laughs> yeah, there's nothing better than Disney music. Um, our number three is the same. Yes, our number three is the same. So <laughs> uh, we're thankful for the Disney Vacation Club, and especially now that they added the tower, what's it called? The Discovery, Discovery tower. tower at the Disneyland Hotel. It is just gorgeous. We're going to be staying there in like three weeks. So excited. Um, and it's, yeah, it's so helpful to have that to stay on property and be able to bring people with us and stuff. So yeah, people ask us about DVC all the time. Like, is it worth it? And I'm like, Look, it depends. It depends. <laughs> and I'm not like saying everyone needs to go out there and 
become a DVC member, but it just, it works out really well for us. But like, there's just something about these DV, there are certain DVC resorts that we're like on, but the ones that we love, they are just so magical. Like I know when we were last at Walt Disney World, the fact that we were staying at the Grand Floridian, which is your favorite resort, and then the Bay Lake Tower, which is my favorite resort, I was loving every second at Bay Lake Tower, and I'm sure you were absolutely loving every mm-hmm. second at the Grand Floridian. Yep. And it just is something that makes you like so happy. And that's another reason why we're so excited for the Disneyland Hotel one is because we do like the Grand Californian. We're it's, not in love with yeah, it. Yeah, the DVC <laughs> rooms are outdated. They need to be updated. But Even the regular hotel rooms, it's, they're fine. Yeah, there's something magical about the Disneyland Hotel. It's that, nothing but pure even though magic. It's, even though it's not technically a five-star It's only four-star. Whatever, but it's, there's no, it's not four-star. It's only three-star. But they're still, it's so amazing. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's wonderful. My number two. It's wondrous, if you will. Oh. oh. Um, my number two is the the fact that Disneyland has so much to do in such a small area. Oh, that's <laughs> what that says. Yeah. What did you think it said? Contracted rides. Contracted <laughs> rides. I'm very grateful <laughs> that they have contracts on rides. No, concentrated. I, I, I was trying to figure out how to <laughs> say it, but... Um, like I've said before, I used to go to Walt Disney World every year growing up. And then when I was, was it five, went to Disneyland and I was confused why there, why the castle was so tiny. We've talked about that. It's perfect. (laughs) It's very tiny. Um, but thinking about it now and analyzing, going back and (laughs) remembering that, uh, it's Walt Disney World is, has such terrible transportation and there's like not many, not very many rides for how big it is. Um, but Disneyland has so much to do in such a small area and you just walk a few feet and you're at the next attraction. You get so much done in a day. Um, it's walking from one end of Disneyland to the other is nowhere near as big a chore as watching, walking from one end of the magic kingdom to the other or Epcot. That's twice that size. (laughs) You made me walk through the little showcase three times. I mean, we do get a lot of steps in there, but sometimes, and what's funny is even though Disneyland's tinier, we get more steps in just because there's so much to do and walking around and yep. And it's just, it's weird how like at the Magic Kingdom and Walt Disney World, they had more dark rides and they're like, let's tear all those down so we can do uh, Seven Doors Mine Train and then do Ariel. But Ariel like, why, a dark ride. Yeah. But why not just still have a bunch of tiny rides? They're like they're, the Disneyland idea of how to do a park has not flourished elsewhere. They're, people are like, maybe Tokyo a little bit, but... It's, I don't know. It's just so cool that there's, especially in Fantasyland. Paris. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Disneyland just has so much to do in such a small area. I love it. Uh, My number two is churros. (laughs) So I already talked about that. (laughs) I just, similar to what he already mentioned, like churros, I miss them when we haven't been to Disneyland in a while. Like we loved our time in Tokyo Disneyland. It was so fun. They had quote unquote churros, mm-hmm. which were tasty in their own right, but it made me miss Disneyland yeah, churros. Not the same. Um, whenever we have a while where we only go to Florida, I'm like, we actually, I even sit there like, let's get a dessert somewhere, like a snack. So I'm like, there's, there's no, snacks. no snacks. Their Dole Whip is terrible. Their churros are so like, a lot of people say their Dole Whip is better. Nope. It's not. Um, their churros are like weirdly skinny and longer, but look weird. And I, I don't, don't understand. Uh, Do we even try them? I don't think so. They just don't look You can right. tell they don't look right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just, I love me a really good churro 
And it just, there's something about buying down on it, walking around with it. Even some of the mediocre churros I've had, I'm like, I'm still happy because I'm at Disneyland. I got my churro. I'm happy. I don't know how they make them perfectly with the warm, the fluffy inside and the crispy outside and the right amount of I have no idea. cinnamon sugar and the specialty ones, as we said. Uh, my number one is uh, <laughs> that I used to love and be very thankful for Fast Pass. And now that there's Genie Plus, it makes it very clear that I should. <laughs> May I interject here and just say there are a few of you that on our, one of our previous posts on Instagram brought up like your thoughts about like the Little Mermaid and Genie Plus. And it's like, welcome to the club. I'm sorry. Like, we're just not big Genie Plus it's fans. It's just a terrible idea. Sometimes it's a necessary evil, but like. Thank you for listening and to the I, TED Talk. And I don't know why it's like the it's like the exact same process. Especially the Max Pass was done just on uh, on your phone, but Fast Pass worked and Genie Plus didn't doesn't. So um, I loved that you could. It was free and it was just an expected thing and it was so fun. And even going to get the Fast Passes, I didn't mind. It was there was something fun about going and gathering. At the machines and scanning your tickets. Yeah. I don't know. I miss, I miss it. it. Yeah. But that's okay. Rip. Um, along with Ralph Brennan, apparently. Hmm. Uh, my number one is, is cast members. Because I, the amount of times that like your trip just gets made when a cast member... Either you watch... Sometimes even just like watching a cast member interact with someone else who's not even anything... To, has nothing to do with you. <laughs> but it just kind of makes makes your day or like sometimes I just sit there and think like how I can't even contemplate how many cast members it takes to keep everything going or um, like how the patience that it must take for them to not just like yell at every single person that they interact with. Um, And I just, I'm sure there's some uh, catharsis in the back, (laughs) in the back (laughs) backstage when they're on breaks. But they don't you let just it show it. very... Uh, you know, they used to tell us when I was teaching, like, uh, you should never go... They, I remember they told us all the time, you should never go into um, the faculty room and start complaining because it just makes you feel very negative all the time. And I tried that for a little while, and I realized, like, I'm hating this because I'm not, not offloading anything. <laughs> yeah, it does feel better to do that, but... No, there's... I don't want people to get into, like, super negativity, but there is just something that just is right. nice to offload it a little bit. So you'd be like, okay... But yeah, it's amazing Ooh. how cast members can be so positive and just they they think of things as they're going on the fly of how can I make this guest in front of me happy and they're very good at it. Or even just sometimes where they just do something that's just random and stupid and fun. Yeah. And that's like, where did they come up with that idea? Like, <laughs> I think it was at Walt Disney World. I don't think it was at Disneyland, but we were riding uh, Runway Railway. And when Goofy says, do you can help these get these people into the cartoon? And the cast they member go, says, me? Oh, no, the, well, that was in the cast member said, sounds kind of like an OSHA violation, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. It's it. I'm a, we're, we, we plan to retire and work at Disneyland, uh, part-time when we're older, but, um, it's, it's fun to try and like think of ways that, yeah, that you would do that if you were a cast member and I'm sure they do that too. Um, and then if you love cast members, uh, and you think that you've hit the epitome of how wonderful they are, then go to Tokyo and they, they are times infinity because they are all just the cutest people and so happy. Or if you want another idea of that, go to Epcot and then just spend time in the Japan pavilion. Yes. It's very similar. Extremely similar experience. Um, but yeah, there's something special about cast members. Uh, they do need to be, need to be paid more. I think they're getting better now, but it's slowly (laughs) getting better, but I, I just think that it'd be remiss if I didn't just say like, I, I love 
just some of the cast member interactions. They're the ones that, that I make see or that I get. Magic happens. That didn't work as well as well. Oh, yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's just something I'm I'm always thankful for every time I see them. I every cast member I'm like, man, you guys put up with a lot, and I'm great grateful that you do. <laughs> um, so those are just some of the things that we get, we're really really thankful for at Disneyland. Um, you know, it just I don't know. I don't even know how to exit out of that sentence. <laughs> <laughs> we hope you have a happy Thanksgiving with family friends. And, and if you and if it's happier away from family and friends, well, hopefully this is giving you that yes. time away. Or, I know for for me, I love spending time with my family. We all get along really, really, really well. You don't like that. <laughs> I just don't have much of a family. There's, I'm an only child. <laughs> We're the type that we can sit down and we can talk about like basically nothing for hours, and there's no break in the conversation. <laughs> yes, and I'm just in the corner on my phone, like I don't get it. <laughs> you could join. No, just saying. But I know not everyone is that way, but we, uh, I really enjoy it. But at any rate, uh, hopefully you guys had a happy Thanksgiving. Now we're looking forward to the Christmas season. For, for us, this is when the Christmas season fi- officially starts. Yes. Some people, it's November 1st. No. <laughs> yeah. And then whatever other holiday you might celebrate, if, if any, yep. um, as well. Um, if you're at your uh, Thanksgiving tables and people start getting, yelling at each other about politics or something, just bring up Disney. Yeah, just change that'll, the t- just that'll change unite the everything. <laughs> uh, anyway, so uh, we're also thankful for you guys. We should say yes. <laughs> like honestly, it, it makes us happy every time you guys interact with us or ask us questions or um or say hi in the parks or, or whatever. That you're just listening, and we've we started at nothing and then became fairly popular. And we well, we who knows? <laughs> so, sort of. We like to think in our minds. <laughs> Just it's it's we like that people yeah find our our stuff informational and humorous I guess yeah. Well, with that, um, don't forget to plan your vacation for 2024 with our friends at Getaway Today. You can use the link in the description. They're really really uh, awesome to work with, and they can save you a lot of money. Um, they're still I think they're still selling that uh, children's, children's ticket offer that's good for the first part of 2024. You can so, also take a turkey with you. No. Dollars. Oh. No, that's just that's just pointless. Child. Why are you doing that? <laughs> Again, it's drowning. Uh, and then make sure that you uh, subscribe to the podcast so you can get new episodes when they drop. Yep. And make sure you like us and follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, yeah, like, whatever, subscribe. <laughs> follow. Oh, follow. That's the word. <laughs> do, the, do things on your phone and computer and stuff. Yeah. And then we will... See you guys next week. Bye. Bye.